Welcome to the Sewing Hope Podcast. This is a show all about implanting hope in our hearts. I'm Bill Snyder, joined by my friend Anne DeSantis. We're glad you're here for our uplifting conversation about faith and how it sustains our hearts through all the seasons of life. Thanks for walking with us. And hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sewing Hope Podcast. I am Bill Snyder, and as you can see, I'm always joined by my good friend, Ann DeSantis. Uh, we are here uh, wrapping up this 10-part series on the Synod. Uh, I can't believe that uh, we're saying that. We've done uh, 10 episodes on the Synod, so if you haven't listened to all of these episodes, uh, we do encourage you to uh, you know, head over to our podcast feed, head over to YouTube, and uh, check out that playlist because uh, all the episodes are in that playlist on YouTube. Uh, but uh, I uh, excuse the boxes. We're still moving into our new <laughs> studio here. Uh, we'll have a green screen up for you next time, folks. Um, as you can see, Anne's uh, floating beautifully in uh, the city of Philadelphia over there. Uh, <laughs> so, Anne, how are you? Oh, doing great, Bill. I mean, this podcast series has been wonderful. And, you know, you and I, we've done so much over these past couple years, actually almost three coming this this fall, excuse me, this winter <laughs> yeah. in 2023, we'll be in our uh, podcast number, you know, 200 and something, right? And so we are going into our third year. And so we've interviewed a lot of guests and then we do sometimes these series. And I think these series are really great because... It really helps us to focus on a topic, present a topic that's important to the Catholic Church and important to evangelization. And so that's why you and I decided to come up with this whole idea of doing the Synod. Yeah. And it's been great. So this one is on be, being an invitational church, both at home in our own parish communities and also for the whole worldwide church. And you can learn about the Synod if you go online to synod.va. That's the Vatican website for the Synod. And the whole idea of the Synod is a walking together to grow together. And it says right on the website, let's walk together as a church with the Holy Spirit. I mean, isn't that what it's all about, Bill, is walking together with the Holy Spirit? Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I think throughout this process, I've learned so much just talking about the Synod. Uh, you know, I think we always say that about ourselves, that we learn so much <laughs> from doing this podcast together because, you know, we share so many different thoughts and ideas. And, you know, it really is about walking with people, um, you know, along the journey of faith, right? I mean, you know, our, our lives have a lot of ups and downs. I always uh, think of St. Peter. I, I love St. Peter because uh, he's the, you know, uh, first pope. He's the foundational guy um when it comes to the rock of the church right that's what you know uh jesus says about him he's the he's the rock he's that he's that firm foundation uh that christ builds upon and the amazing thing i like to think about when i think about um you know the synod uh and and kind of saint peter is that you know we're on this journey uh, together and we have lots of ups and downs in our lives, right? There's some uh, really, really highs and really, really lows. We all experience that. That's part of the human uh, process. And Saint Peter really epitomizes that. You know, one moment uh, he's walking on water, the next moment he's sinking. Uh, one moment he is, uh, you know, saying that you are the Messiah, Jesus, and then the next moment he is, Jesus turns to him and he says, "Get behind me, Satan!" You know, <laughs> like here we are. We're on this 
uh, journey. And so uh, when we think about our faith, uh, we, we all have ups and downs in our lives. And, you know, most of it is uh, not just, um, you know, even keel this you know medicated you know kind of mentality where we just kind of drift through life no we have we have moments of great joy and moments of great sadness um and so the church accompanies us along that and has moments uh and sacraments uh to enable us uh to to encounter christ no matter where we find ourselves along that spectrum and so when we enter into dialogue uh, with one another, um, which this synod is all about, to talk with one another, to dialogue with one another, uh, and learn where you are on your faith journey and where I am on my faith journey, and understand that the church uh, wants to be a part of our lives in every circumstance. Christ wants to embrace you in your darkest moments and on the highest mountains, um, you know, uh, and everywhere in between. So I'm so I'm excited to you know kind of you know talk about being invitational as well on on this ep- on this episode because uh, I think it flows beautifully out of our last episode to invite those who are marginalized to reach out to those who are marginalized. Uh, so this is exciting uh, wrapping up the series. It really is. And you were the one that brought that to my attention that we went on episode nine talking about reaching to the marginalized, because that is what it means to be a part of that field hospital, as our Holy Father has pointed to so often, that, you know, all of us are in some ways facing some kind of crisis. You know, the foundation I represent, which you see up on the screen, Executive Director St. Raymond Onatus Foundation, is that I really believe that every family has some kind of challenge, and every person does too. So maybe things are going okay in their own lives, but maybe their husband or wife is suffering. Maybe their child, maybe their mom or their dad. And so these are the same people that we're making that invitation to, to be a part of this Catholic community and not to make it something scary for anybody either. Some people might feel that they haven't been to church in a long time and just walking through the doors of a church might make them feel somewhat intimidated as to how to act, how to pray, who to talk to, what to do, all of that. And I'm referring to this article that I just found. It's called Tips on How to Invite Fallen Away Catholics Back into the Church. And it's through um, Alicia.org. And one of the things that it's mentioning here is that not to frighten others away. And it says to furthermore, if we want to bring others back to the church, we must do so by preaching the truth with compassion, not by harsh and proud opinions. And I think that that's a part of what this synod is also all about, too, because, you know, there's people who go to mass and daily mass and they're very active in their churches. But there's a whole other percentage of people that are Catholics Maybe they're even registered at a church, but they're not attending Mass. So we don't want to just preach to our own choir, right? We want to reach beyond the doors of our church and invite people back in, the ones that have been away. So one of the things that this article says is that the one aspect of virtue is gentleness. And I thought maybe we could talk about that uh, because one of the things it says in the article is that uh, in St. Ambrose, who of course is a famous saint, it says a central key to welcoming Catholics back 
into the church is maintaining a spirit of gentleness and mercy. So I didn't know, Bill, if we wanted to go down that road because isn't that the way to be invitational is to be gentle and merciful to the people that are coming back. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that there is um, so much, uh, you know, even just hostility among uh, Catholics sometimes that we forget gentleness is a fruit of the Holy Spirit, right? You know, we we are quick to label um, certain, uh, you know, groups in the church uh, as, you know, harsh or, you know, this or that uh, or 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 too um, forgiving or like gentleness is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. And you will attain that fruit through having a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Like, you know, I, I always like to talk about the the gifts of the Holy Spirit being those things that God uh, bestows on us. Right. He bestows on us these gifts but the fruits come out of developing our relationship, right? Like, you know, the the gift, in other words, is the tree. But as you care for the tree, as as, as you care for that tree, what ends up happening is it bears fruit. You know, uh, the, the apples start growing on it or the pears start growing on it. And the only way that you can do that is to care for it uh, and to have a relationship with it, right? Uh, and so when we look at... Um, having a um, relationship with the Holy Spirit, then we can be gentle, then we can be kind, then we can have those fruits. Uh, and so we first have to look at ourselves. I know that sounds funny, but we first have to look at ourselves and say, do I have a relationship with the Holy Spirit so that I can be gentle? And I agree with you, and I think that that fruit of the Holy Spirit, gentleness, is a really, really important gift to welcome people back into the church. You know, if we approach it from a judgmental standpoint uh, and we say that, man, I'm going to be looking at this and coming at you and saying you need to follow all these rules immediately the minute you walk back in the church, um, you know, they're going to turn and walk out the door. And we, we need to greet people with a smile. We need to uh, help them recognize that we are there to accompany, the, accompany them. But at the same time, do it in truth. And, you know, there's such a fine line there, right? Like, you know, understanding that we're not going to sacrifice our beliefs and the truths of the Catholic faith, you know, and not excuse sin, right? Like, I mean, that's that's a really big thing we have to understand that, um, you know, we're not just going to uh, overlook, you know, certain things, but we're also going to do it in such a way that we're gentle, that we're kind, that we're patient with these individuals that are coming back. And saying, hey, you know what? How about we go out for that cup of coffee after Mass so we can just talk and I can understand where your life is. Uh, and, and you can understand where I'm coming from. And if you have questions about the faith, I'm happy to sit down and talk with you about it. Um, you know, that's being gentle. That's being kind. Without saying, okay, uh, you can do whatever you want, in, you know, uh, and, and, you know, be like, okay, you know, the church is open to you and you can continue to live in a sinful lifestyle or whatever. That's, you know, w by, by being gentle, we're not, we're not talking about sacrificing the truth. And I think that that's a really important distinction to make um, that, you know, when we're welcoming people back, we want to welcome them into full communion uh, with, with the church. It's not just, okay, welcome you back to 
you know, to the first, you know, the first half of the church, you know, or, or, the, or, the, or, or a piece of the church. We want to give you the whole thing again um, and, and help you understand it in a deeper way. And here's the, here's the beautiful thing. I think we're all on that journey of understanding the Catholic faith in a deeper way. So, you know, I know I don't perfectly understand absolutely everything about the church, and I don't pretend to, 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 to do that when I'm, you know, bringing somebody in. Um, I say, I'm going to do research, I'm going to question, and I have things I don't like too. Um, but we can all be on this journey, and we can do it with gentleness and kindness and reverence in some, in some respect. So yeah, I absolutely think that gentleness is key along this journey. Yeah, and thank you for all of your reflections there. And you made a really good point that we're not sacrificing the truth. And, you know, Bill and I have interviewed a lot of people on our podcast, and we've watched a lot of podcasts and been able to be involved in ministry and see the different opinions of different authors and speakers. And I think one of the biggest things that I see is that there's a fear amongst very faithful Catholics and possibly Catholic speakers, people who are in evangelization, um, of making sure that everybody understands the truth of what we believe as Catholics, because there's a lot of people who are Catholic in name only. Maybe they go to church once in a while, but they're not really following the doctrines or the beliefs of the Catholic Church really all that much at all. And a lot of it has to do with the moral teachings of the church. And so a lot of the author speakers are uh, deeply concerned to make sure that people are understanding following the truth. So as Bill said, we're not saying by being gentle that it means that we're throwing out the rules of the church. And that same article that I was referring to, it says that uh, that it doesn't mean that Catholics need to water down the truth or change the truth in order to be more accommodating or welcome. And it gets back to St. Ambrose, who I mentioned, um, that he has, he has written about a spirit of compassion and gentleness when talking to others about the Catholic faith, showing them the beauty of Catholicism. And so I think when you hear the words truth, beauty, and goodness, people are drawn to the faith for different aspects. Some people see the beauty of the world and that draws them in. Some people, the truth, the doctrines of the faith, the saints, all of the teachings of the church. And for some people, it's goodness. That means when they see people doing good work, something like a Mother Teresa or St. Teresa of Calcutta, one of our favorite saints who actually just had her feast day yesterday, you see a life like that, it makes you aspire to want to be more virtuous. And so that's what we want to do. I think that's what the whole idea with the, set, the Synod is, is to be invitational to say, sainthood is for everyone. And sainthood doesn't mean that you live a boring life. It's quite the opposite. When you live a life of virtue, it's a life of adventure too, because you're trusting God. And that is an adventure, isn't it? <laughs> and so <laughs> that's what the whole idea of the Synod is, is that it's a walking together because our church is made up of all different kinds of people and all different kinds of families. And so the Holy Father wants us to respect those differences, those different gifts, those different talents that people have, so that we're inviting them to use those gifts in the church. Yeah. You know? So I just think this, this whole series has been beautiful because we've really gone down the whole list of, like, what does it take? to change our church without changing the truth, mm. but to opening those doors even wider and bringing people in who've been away for a really long time, or maybe people who have never even 
had any form of religion in their lives. There's a lot of those too. Mm-hmm. A lot of those people too, that they've never been really exposed to going to church or praying or learning anything about any kind of religious teachings at all. Mm-hmm. So that's what we can do is we can start from square one and say, well, wherever you are in your faith journey, we want to be there with you. And that's what the Synod is all about. And I really am excited to see what the Holy Father does with this over the next year, because I've mentioned on the other podcast that we have a whole nother year of the Synod. Right. And so this podcast series, we're hoping really gets out there to educate people about what the goals of the Synod is. And so please, if you're watching this right now and you're thinking, hmm, my diocese hasn't done anything. Well, maybe this podcast series is the beginning of them doing something because they can post this up on their website and educate people on this 10-part series, which we go through the whole process of what the Synod is trying to do. You know, I myself was educated in it through the Catholic Leadership Institute in my archdiocese and learning about the, 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 the survey that went out, the DMI, the Disciple Maker Index, which was enabled churches to find out exactly where are we doing well and where do we need some work. And that's what we talked about during this whole series. We, we went down a whole list of what are those areas that churches and dioceses need to work on in order to reach more people. So, Bill, it's just been wonderful, hasn't it? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, um, I, I would encourage you to plug into your diocesan office, too. Like, I mean, you know, if you're an average Catholic out there listening to this or, you know, maybe you've stumbled on this on YouTube and you're like, oh, OK, um, you know, I haven't heard anything about this. My parish hasn't been active. Head over to your diocesan website, whatever your diocesan website is. Go over there, you know, Google your, you know, Diocese of Detroit or Diocese of uh, whatever it is um, and and find out what they're doing, uh, because I'm sure they're doing something. Uh, I think that's you know important to mention that I think they are doing something for the Synod because every diocese is kind of mandated to do so. Um, and figure out how you can get plugged in. You know, figure out how you can get yourself, uh, you know, plugged in to the Synod. And it might be as simple as starting a discussion group with these ten-part uh, series, right? I mean, it, you know, it may be that simple. Just taking this 10-part series and figuring out, okay, how can we as a small group in this parish, you know, live out the gospel in a more profound way? Um, And how can we give our feedback to our pastors and our, uh, you know, parishioners? Like, how how can we do that? You know, um, know, getting involved in your church— doesn't have to be through some formal structure. And I think even part of the synod we talked about in this series was that, you know, it was, yeah, this is a formal structure, this is important, uh, but at the same time, it, it's not only that. Uh, it's, it's recognizing that we can live the gospel here uh, in this moment. Um, you know, I, I love that book by Matthew Kelly, uh, you know, The Biggest Lie in the History of Christianity, if you haven't read it, read it, um, because, you know, life is made up of moments, and if we fail in this moment, we can make it up in the next one. Um, and, and 
you know that's that's what redemption's all about and that's the end of that's the end goal for every person on this planet you know and you were mentioning earlier you know that that you know that you know the faith opening the doors up and inviting people in who maybe have never had a relationship with prayer or you know religion or anything like that a formal religion well you know what there's not a person on this planet that god doesn't love we, when you're looking into the eyes of another human being there's not a person on this planet that jesus didn't create with a purpose and for reason right like like that is incredible that is incredible uh, and we have to recognize that even even your most you know sworn enemy like you know you think about like baseball teams right and you and, and you think about man I just want to beat the tar out of the New York Yankees or I want to beat the tar out of these teams I mean, and, and we have that same thing with our with our you know relationships we have people we like and people we don't like and enemies and all that stuff and what does Christ say love them right love your enemy um, and and that is what you know, we're talking about being invitational, talking about looking in the eyes of that other person and going, man, Jesus called me to love them and love them radically, um, you know, and and draw them into the truth. That That is what Jesus, you know, is talking about. And so, again, uh, I'm not perfect. <laughs> I'm not perfect. I don't live up to that all the time. It's the reason why I do my best to put my butt in that pew every single Sunday, um, you know, and live my faith the best way I possibly can and recognize that, you know, if I failed in this moment, the next one, the next moment is a moment that I can uh, live, live, uh, you know, live it out. So, you know, those are kind of my thoughts on, on this whole thing. And so, yeah, plug in, get involved in your parish. Amen. I have to say, Bill, I love what you just said about God is really that God of not just the second chance, the third chance, the fourth chance. I mean, we have the sacrament of confession. Isn't that what that's all about? You know, our, the Catholic Church is constantly inviting the people that are in the pews and the people who are outside, not in the church, to come back. And that's what this whole synod is all about. So I just want to make that invitation to you who are watching this podcast or listening to it to say, if you've been away from church for a long time, or if you've never been to church, make this be your invitation from Bill and I, and from as representatives of this faith of the Catholic church, come back, come back to your local parish, talk to your pastor, your priest, meet some people at church, give it a chance and reach out to us here at the Sewing Hope podcast too. We're here for you. So Bill, thank you so much for all you do and that what you've done together with me on this 10-part series. It's oh, been wonderful. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, it, it's just uh, so good that we get to uh, do this. You know, we are blessed to be able to do this and have this podcast and have this platform. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited about, um, you know, the Senate in the next couple of years, as you mentioned. And, uh, are there any closing thoughts that we have as we kind of wind up? I mean, I know... Uh, we've we've done this whole series, and uh, I just want to encourage everybody to go back and listen uh, to the whole thing, even even for myself <laughs> to go back and yeah, listen uh, that's to the whole right. thing. But uh, but yeah, any closing thoughts? My my only closing thoughts are kind of what I guess I just said is to take that invitation to come back to the church, learn about the synod, go to synod.va, K 
connect with your local parish, connect with us at Sewing Hope Info at patchworkheart.org. And we are here for you. And keep an eye on the Sewing Hope podcast because we'll have more great series, more great guests coming soon. We care about you. We're praying for you. And we really do love all of you, too. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, well, folks, as Ann said, you know, reach out to us. Get us on social media. Uh, you know, it's very, very easy to find us on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Hope Sewing. Uh, so check that out. Uh, but until next time, from uh, all of us here at Fiat Ministry Network, St. Raymond Donatus Foundation, and Patchwork Art Ministry, may God bless you uh, and keep beating to those Catholic hearts. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sewing Hope on Patchwork Heart Radio. For more information about this podcast and our ministries, visit our websites, patchworkheart.org and andesantis.com. You can also follow and interact with us on Twitter at PWH Ministry or andesantis2.